Welcome to Turbo Pop, a podcast with interesting perspectives on pop culture news, television, movies, or whatever. Hosted by myself, Brandon Trainer, and my beautiful wife and co-host, Maria Trainer. So today we're going to start by talking about our obvious hiatus from recording. We've been gone for, I want to say about six months, give or take, maybe actually probably more. Longer. Yeah, uh, maybe like eight months. No. Nine months. Nine months sounds about right. Okay, so it's been a while, uh, but that's for pretty good reason. First off, we would like to introduce a couple new additions to our family. <laughs> Maria is holding one of them up to the mic. Hold on, let's see. Okay, your work is done. <clears throat> so we got a couple new additions to the family. We got a couple kittens. Twins. Ellie, yes, twins. Uh, Ellie and Jolie. And we weren't supposed to get kittens, but uh, here we are. Yeah, we uh, were foster fails. So we started by fostering these girls as kittens, uh, syringe feeding. and 10 days old. 10, day, ten days old. We were fostering because... Uh, we thought we wouldn't be able to adopt them. <laughs> You're allowed to keep talking. She's distracting. Lulu, come here. And uh, yeah, now we have two 10-week-old kittens. Yeah, please forgive our studio assistant, Lulu. She's uh, being a little unruly at the moment. So if you're listening to this podcast right now, you're probably one of our uh, member of our family and friends. And as you know, we left Florida for the birth of our son, Maverick, up in Philadelphia. And we were up there for about five months before returning back down. In all honesty, it was much more of an undertaking than I had expected. That took a lot of our time, rightfully so. And then we, when we got back... I personally was thrust right into pl uh, the middle of primary flight flight training. Literally like two weeks later. Yeah, yeah. It was a real quick turnover. And Maria began law school. Yay. With <laughs> Auburn University. So that's, that's a pretty... Uh, Hefty undertaking. Yes. I will be taking the baby bar. In the upcoming months. Yep. So we're keeping busy. Uh, we got these kittens, uh, as you already know. And what else? Since then... Kittens are chewing on the electrical equipment. Yes. Stop it. The Eagles were in the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, that was pretty great. Fortunately, they lost, but, you know, we're not going to talk about that anymore. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, what else? We uh, we binged the office while we were down up there from Florida. We were in Delaware, yep. Yep. I think I was in the minority uh, being a, Scrant, a previous Scranton native to not watch have the seen The Office. I'm surprised they didn't run me out of town. I watched The Office late, though. I didn't watch it while it was airing. No, yeah. I think I binged it in, like, 2018. Yeah, but the uh, the Scrantonites, they are freaking diehard. I mean, people, they got the Michael Scott tattoos and, and the works. 
Uh, okay, so we're just going to get into it. We're going to get into some trending news, quote unquote. Some of it's old. It's been a while, so <laughs> forgive us. We're rusty. Yeah, forgive us if we're a little rusty and if some of the details of these are a little hazy because we're going to cover a couple things that are kind of like old news at this point, but it's been a while. So we're going to start with Scandaval. And for those of you who don't know, Scandaval is about... Vanderpump Rules. Bravo reality show. One of my favorites. I was a diehard VPR fan for quite a few years. Fell off. And when Brandon, mostly I, had some downtime, I decided to completely re-binge the show in Wake of Scandaval, which is when Tom Sandoval and Rachel Levis had an affair behind his 10-year partner's back, Ariana. And Ariana and Rachel were BFFs, and it was just a hot mess of just drama. And I feel like we were just, like, in such a brain-dead type of headspace that just the trashy, trashy, pointless drama was exactly what we needed. So for us, it came at a great time. <laughs> yeah, it, it was good timing, for sure. Um, and as I was rebinge, <clears throat> as I was rewatching the show, Brandon kept poking his head in as I was watching, and he'd stay a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And finally, when I got into season ten, I was like, "You want me to just wait for you, and we could watch it together?" So he watched the last full season with me before we watched the new season together. Right. That was a good time. Yeah, and if you haven't seen the show yourself you might not fully understand the complexities involved in all this and why it was such a big scandal. It's one of the few reality shows where all of the people are actually friends and don't just hang out with each other because they're paid to. They, like, hang out off camera. They do things when they're not being filmed. They, like, have lived with each other when, like, cameras weren't rolling. Even people that have been fired from the show, they're still hanging out. Yeah, it's just a very tight-knit friend group. So, like, such a huge betrayal which is wild. Yeah, Sandoval and uh, Ariana, or Ariana? Ariana. Ariana, they weren't married, but they had been partners for over 10 years at this point. Almost 10 years. Almost 10 years. To the point that they were in the process of freezing eggs. fertilized eggs. Jolie, stop it. Eggs fertilized Jolie. by Sandoval. That's just one example of kind of like how deep their relationship was. Yeah, they was. owned a million dollar house together. Like their lives were completely intertwined. And actually speaking of Ariana, I actually just announced today that um, her new cocktail book is coming out, which is really exciting because her first cocktail book was supposed to be just her and Sandoval wormed his way into it being a co-written book. So uh, People came to her to write a book, and then he wiggled his way in so he could steal her spotlight. So I'm yeah. pretty sure it's called, like, Single AF, too. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, so Raquel Levis and Sandoval, like, it ended up coming out. They had a long-standing affair. Single AF Cocktails. That is the name of the book. It started, they were just trying to manipulate things behind the scenes and underplaying the relationship. Like, oh, it happened once. We just kissed. And they were trying to do all these things. Like, And oh. Tom was also really trying to paint a picture that, like, Ariana was just, like, the worst partner in the world and, like, was manipulating, like, mental health struggles she was having. Like, she was dealing with, like, back-to-back -back losses and he was using that against her. Yeah, she just... lost her grandmother and her dog, right? Yeah. 
And, like, the dog was, like, her sole dog. Mm-hmm. And apparently she was also very close with her grandmother. Yeah. And uh, so there was just a lot of things, a lot of uh, gaslighting. You know, I, I don't and like to throw Rachel, that ter- term out loosely, but Rachel some definite and gaslighting. Rachel were uh, banging in Tom and Aria's, Ariana's house the day of her grandmother's funeral. Oh, yeah. So really it's just... nasty. A combination of a lot of manipulation, gaslighting, and the longstanding affair. I mean, to the point, Raquel Levis was even pretending to be interested in another person on the show, Tom Schwartz, to kind of distract people, and it was a whole thing. Uh, But Ariana, she's gotten a lot of positive publicity as a result of this. And And if if you watch the show, and if you watch the... uh, I read she banked over a million dollars in endorsements alone after Scandal. Like yeah, she, just endorsements and nothing else. Yeah, you see her in commercials all the yeah, time. She's now. like Duracell, like Papermate. Uh, there's all, the Uber One commercial. Yeah, the Uber One, which is amazing. She, but she had all of these like big, big endorsement deals going on. And Rachel just came out and like did Bethany Frankel's podcast. It came out in three parts this week. I personally didn't listen to it because I don't believe in giving Rachel any more time. I mean, you know, I fully believe Sandoval manipulated her and used kind of how naive, to put it nicely, she is to his advantage, but... You know, it takes two to tango, and there's so much stuff on film that she's just trying to contradict and just, I don't know, it's all very icky. And from when I, I like, read a recap, and I guess in the episode that was, like, released today, she kept, like, contradicting herself. Like, first she said that she wasn't coming back to VPR because of her mental health, and she would never go back, and she would never do reality TV again, and then, like... Less than five minutes later, she said that she only didn't go back to VPR because they didn't give in to her financial demands and just all over the place. And I love Bethany. I think she's a very smart businesswoman, but she used the podcast and the platform to be all like, oh, Bravo's completely exploiting all these people. This is so gross. Like, people are making money off of you. And that's also exactly what Bethany's doing. And the thing that bothered me the most, and you know, I, I, we don't know these, they're, no one knows these people except, you know, their inner circle. She, Raquel said she went to a mental health facility for 90 days and did a lot of self-work from what I read in the recaps and stuff. I'm not sure how much of the self-work, you know, she really retained. Yeah. It was more like a luxury resort. Yeah. And... So she's saying she, like, you know, went and she she tried to figure out why she was making these decisions she made and, you know, all of this stuff. And what she was talking about is definitely what she needed to do. But then you have Bethany who's like, oh, yeah, I didn't watch the show at all. But, you know, they weren't married. So what you did really wasn't that bad. Like, she's going on a podcast and now she's getting, oh, well, maybe what I did wasn't so bad. And I just, I don't know. I just find it icky. Yeah. So... If I never see her name, I think she needs to stay far, far, far away from the spotlight for her own mental health. And, you know, that's that. I agree. Yeah, it's it's all over the place. I mean, it's it's real weird. In a way, 
I kind of feel for her a little bit because oh, same. She, she just she she's a hot mess. But at the same time, it's not one incident. It's just one thing after the other. The one the thing I feel the 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 most empathy for her is the fact that you know if we want to call someone evil in the situation, it was Sandoval. But I feel right. like she is the one taking all the heat. And that does make me feel bad for her because it sucks. But at the end of the day, she still did what she did. It was not cool what she did. And it's not something I condone in any aspect, whether it's, you know, like celebrities. I just, you know, cheating is not cool. I think it says so much about someone's character. And, you know, I don't know. I just don't like people who do that. So, yeah. Yeah. So that makes me like, you know, I can't be all like, oh my God, I feel so bad for her. It's like, I have a little bit of sympathy, but she still did what she did and she needs to figure herself out so she can go down a better path. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously, obviously cheating's not cool. Exactly. Um, Like, I just don't like the free passes people are trying to give her. Like, oh, she's on like reality. And okay, the other thing that I do actually feel horrible for her is the fact that the whole like video that Ariana found on Tom's phone. Oh yeah. He recorded that without her permission. And when she found out and when she freaked out about it, he told her that he did it so she could see how beautiful she is. So like, for those that's of you like, just such scummy manipulation and like, I feel her like that sucks. Yeah, no one, so no one deserves that. You're referring to basically like the a sex tape, yeah, <laughs> sex tape, phone video. Ariana found it and was like, "What the hell?" And then yeah, so um, in the moment, Ariana was pretty upset about it, and understandably, um, it's a pretty rough way to find out your partner's cheating on you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So shocking to say the least. And she also did go on to say that Sandoval got a bunch of scenes deleted to make him look better and that... Oh, on the show? Yeah, and that he was going to be an executive producer on season 11 and, like, that's why she got thrown as, like, the villain. And she also said she got paid less than intern money for her last season, like, season 10 of Vanderpump Rules. And... um. Bravo actually made a statement and straight up called her a liar. And they said that her exact salary figure was $361,000, which if that's, I want to be an intern that makes that much money. Like, that'd be cool. Yeah, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Should have been a Bravo intern. And And they also said that, you know, Sandoval being an EP was complete bullshit. And that I totally believe because he is so full of himself he'd be screaming that from the rooftops. Oh, yeah. And the other financial thing is she said, like, it came out that the reason she didn't come back is because she demanded to be paid as much as Tom and Ariana. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, a seniority ranking. Like, someone newer to the cast isn't going to be making the same amount of money that someone who's been on the show since the very first episode is going to make. And she, like, didn't understand that. Well, yeah, it's like any other job. Like, (laughs) you can't just come on a job and expect to be making the same amount of money as someone who's been working it for 15 years. Exactly. Like, I think her, like, she would have been on two years compared to their 10 years. And she wanted to make their salaries. Right. So, long story short. It's complicated. And I will be very happy to never actually talk about Scandaval again. 
because yeah. it's just painful. And I, like I said, I've watched VPR since the beginning. I could not stand Sandoval from the beginning. I never understood why people loved him as much as they did. And I just, when he goes away, I'm fine with that. Well, he is going to be on that new show, uh, Special Forces. <laughs> well, it's it's season two. Special Forces season two. And I hate to say, I actually do plan on watching this show. It's going to be such a painful train wreck because Nick Vial is on it yeah, too. Yeah, so it's Nick Vial who is also insufferable. All uh, right, yeah, yeah. He he's an ex uh, ex bachelor, and but yeah, we do he have has a Tyler podcast, Cameron. and it's yeah his his podcast is like painful to listen to. I mean, maybe ours is painful to listen to as well. But yeah, but we're not full of ourselves, so at least there's that. Yeah. <laughs> we're <laughs> self-deprecating. Yes, and Tyler Cameron. I love Tyler um, Cameron. There were some rumors about grocery store, uh, grocery store Joe being on the show as well, but I guess that was not. They true. went with bigger bachelor names. Yeah. Any anyone else we know? I'm pulling it up now because I. Can't. I know there were a couple other names. I know Bob Saget's widow is one of them. Hannah Brown, she won the first season, so I would like to go back and watch that. The show seems pretty cool. Tara Reid. Oh, Tara Reid, she's going to be on this uh, the season two. Who else? Black China, Jojo Siwa, Des Bryant. Oh, Des um, Bryant, he should Savannah do well. Chrisley, Brian Austin Green, Robert Horry, Aaron Jackson and Bodie Miller, Jack Osborne, and then Kelly Rizzo. That's um, Bob Saget's widow. She's like some major travel influencer. Yeah, and then Jack Osborne, that's Ozzy Osborne's son, right? Yes. Yeah, so... A lot of those names, I don't know who they are, but most of them I feel like I actually do. Babe, Black China, Come on. Well, yeah, Black China. <laughs> um, okay, so anyway, moving on. I think Dude, we covered enough about Scandaval. What are Nick Vial and Tara Reid going to have to talk about? <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Nick's just going to be judging everyone. Okay. Moving on, more recent news. Uh, we got Elon Musk and Z- Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, I guess it started out as like a Twitter joke back and forth and turned into uh, now they're scheduled to fight, I guess. Yeah. It, this is a still developing issue. So, I mean, I know that they're, uh, they got it. They got permission granted by the Vatican. Am I getting oh, my so facts apparently right? Apparently we've missed some. Uh, For the Coliseum? Yeah. Apparently we've missed something because, uh, Mark Zuckerberg is now saying it's time to move on from the cage fight. Okay. All right. So never mind. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg pulled out. You know, I think I saw a meme about that recently where it showed like Mark Zuckerberg like backing out. I I can't remember the meme or a reel or something. So apparently. It was probably. uh, (laughs) Apparently Mark on threads on Sunday said Elon won't confirm a date then says he needs surgery and now asks to do a practice round in my backyard instead. (laughs) <laughs> a practice round like like kids doing the freaking like wwe in their backyard <laughs> and then he also said i'm going to focus on competing with people who take the sport seriously mark zuckerberg said yes. that wow so he does plan to fight in the future just yes. you know, i guess he like a- does amateur it for fun yeah we apologize for our dog, she does not like that we're not giving her our undivided attention at the moment, and she's just scratching at the front door. Violently. Yes. You could definitely hear her. Okay. Well. 
You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get her a freaking blueberry. No, she had like seven of them today. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh god. I'll give her a greenie and okay. I wanna share the food. Okay. So moving on, we have the uh, Britney Spears divorce, which is uh, super new news. Um, apparently, her husband filed for divorce recently. I feel like two Maria, days ago. You know more about this. Um. Well, there's lots of speculation. He did file for divorce two days ago. Um. I've of course been down, you know, the free Britney rabbit holes and all of that insider stuff that's being talked about and. The biggest theory I'm seeing right now, and I, as much as I hate to say it because it's just awful, um, the one that I think is true, or the truth, is the fact that he's basically on her family's payroll. And pretty much as soon as she was out of the conservatorship, they had no use for him because... Brittany and Sam started dating. Like, her father hand-picked him out. Like. That's a little weird. Yeah, exactly. So it's like there's all of these signs that he just never had her best interest in mind. Um, so. And her mental health has not appeared to have gotten any better since the conservatorship ended. No. And that's, I mean, she definitely is very, very mentally ill. And it's heartbreaking to watch. But I don't know if she's ever going to receive the treatment that she needs because after everything she's been through with the conservatorship, like, how can she fully trust someone to help her? And I feel like it's heartbreaking but understandable. She was just put through so much. It's awful. From what, you know, the theories are, you know, this basically is just a ploy for her family to get control again because it's like, oh, hey... Look at how much she's spiraling. Look at how bad things are. Look at how ill she is. And it's just basically a giant play to get control again. Um, yeah, and there's issues with the prenup as well. Yes, which I find, this is actually what I find the most interesting with the timing of the divorce and, you know, really makes me wonder what the hell, like, there's got to be a greater plan to it. Right now with their prenup, he gets nothing. Literally nothing. Wow. They had to be married for two years in order for him to get $1 million. And then he would get an, like an additional $1 million for every two years they were married. Okay. They weren't even married a full year. Oh, wow. Yeah. And it also, and I, I like remember seeing this on her Instagram and it's one of those things that it's like, oh, interesting. But you know, you kind of file away. She, like, had said she wasn't of clear mind when she got married. And, you know, she was just kind of, like, forced into it. Like, oh, hey, we're going to get married today. And it just, it's very sad to wonder what the hell is going on. It's very strange. It's, yeah. it's kind of, like, eerie. I know. It's just the whole thing is so sad. Like, I don't think that girl is ever going to have anyone in her life who doesn't have ulterior motive because she is so like locked away and controlled even without the conservatorship like it's not like you know she's gonna meet a random like you know freaking ex exterminator or plumber coming to the house and you know that's actually you know what i mean like yeah i'm she's i feel like she's just you know doomed to be surrounded by all these people who 
don't have her best interest at heart. Yeah, I can't I can't see her on the dating apps. No. Apparently her lawyer is a shark. Though again, when I was down my rabbit hole, it's the same lawyer she used when her and Kay Fed got divorced. Yeah. And the divorce wasn't fully in her favor and she did lose custody of her children. I don't remember if all of her mental issues were going on then or not, but Brittany did fire her back then and like she just rehired her. Okay. So I don't know. Oh, well, they do have the celebrity dating apps. I kind of forgot about that. Yeah, I don't know if she should be dating right now. You know, she just posted Sam like, you know, filed for divorce, made the post that they were getting divorced, all of this stuff. And Brittany posted a picture on Instagram of her riding a horse talking about how she thinks she's going to go buy a horse. And, you know, I think that's what she should do. I think she should buy a horse and go yeah, live just, quietly <clears throat> somewhere. And yeah. just, just do what makes her happy. Yeah. But anyway. And now the book is coming out and like the whole Oprah thing is just, it makes me wonder if we're about to see like 2007 Britney all over again. And that's kind of awful. Well, I guess we will have to stay tuned to find out. I hope we don't find out anything. I hope she just quietly. Doubtful. I know. <laughs> um, okay. So I am team Brittany forever. Okay. <laughs> all right. Moving on from trending news. Uh, let's talk about Bachelorette a little bit. Uh, we're coming towards the end of Bachelorette season 20 with charity. And we're down to the final three. Yes. Which is Dotton. Aaron B. Joey. And Joey. And we don't know who's going to win. Right now, my money is on Dotton. Agreed. But yeah, it's been a pretty interesting season so far. It's been a very good season. It's been lacking the stupid contrived drama, which I've really appreciated. And I know, I think it just reminded me of like old seasons of Bachelor. Yeah, it's been a, a lot more natural drama as yeah. opposed to the producer, uh, like super producer influenced ones. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of unsure of Charity at first. Like I always thought, like, you know, from her past season, she's gorgeous, seems like such a sweet girl, but like I wasn't sure how she was going to come across as Bachelorette, like if she was going to be boring, because there's definitely been some Bachelorettes They that, didn't really highlight her personality yeah, at all. Yeah, like there wasn't much to go off of, and I think she's a great Bachelorette. I really, really like her. I think she was a great choice. You know, big fan. I'm rooting for her. Yeah, so uh, some some of the bigger names from this season were Brayden, Xavier. John B. John B., who oh. we were really rooting to be the first Asian Bachelor, but it, I don't know, doesn't look like it, it right now. It doesn't look like it, sadly, which I hate, because there was all, like, the early, like, rumblings that he was, like, basically, like, the one to beat for, and I got super excited because I love him. I was very excited for a season of him as Bachelor. Rumblings are switched in a different way. I'm not so excited. I'm kind of disappointed. Yeah, we don't want to spoil anything for anyone. Although it wouldn't really 100% be a spoiler because it's just rumors. But we'll we'll, we'll move on from that. Also, Xavier frigging broke my heart this season. Oh, yeah. Xavier was my favorite all season. Uh, and then he kind of just train wrecked. Yeah, and then he like, you know, came out and said that, you know, back to the freaking scandal cheating crap. 
you know, that he was, like, cheating in every relationship. In his last relationship, he cheated, like, a crap ton of times in the span of five days. And he wasn't sure if he could not cheat on Charity. And I, it was and awful. Then, and then, of course, for Charity, that's, like, her one non-negotiable. She won't date someone who's been a cheater in the past. And Understandably. Yeah. But, yeah, and he was just... Uh, he, got, he, he had such wholesome, <laughs> sweet, like good vibes and he knit i loved that he was like all into knitting like oh, yeah. i loved him and when i oh, my heart broke yeah he kind of put his foot in his mouth he came out uh you know talking about his past with charity and it, what i think he was hoping to be a positive conversation uh really just turned into him just digging a deeper and deeper yeah. hole. yeah he it was not a good look he it, it just wasn't a good look He backtracked a little bit at Mentel All. But even then, still not a good look. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Brayden, he's known for wearing, wearing earrings. Giant earrings. Not even just earrings, like statement earrings from like 2009. Yeah, and he's also just really dramatic. Um, and he's going to paradise. Yeah, 100%. Well, no, they confirmed it. Oh, really? Oh, they yeah. They showed the clip oh, of him Oh, they did. Cat. Yep, okay. They showed the clip of him um, on paradise. Not surprising at all that he was heading there um there was a guy warwick who had a one-on-one date with charity and he basically like fell asleep during it and he got sent home because he was like sleeping and then he like fell asleep in the limo ride home too oh yeah it was it was hilarious um though he apparently is like one of the nicest guys that was in the house so there's that yeah, apparently everyone loved him. Yeah, everyone loved him, but he didn't really get much screen time other than the one-on-one date where he falling was falling asleep. asleep. Uh, Which, speaking of, <clears throat> our kittens are out cold right now. Yes, they are. We have Golden Bachelor coming up soon. I have such mixed feelings with Gary, or is it Jerry? Gary. Gary. But it's spelled weird. It's G E R R Y. Yeah. That's literally the only reason I remember that it was Gary because of us having this conversation about the weird spelling. Yeah. He seems like a really nice kind of goofy guy. He literally is like just like the embodiment of like just the wholesome Midwest man. He's 71 years old. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 71 or 72. So I'm really looking forward to this show. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. I am just worried about, you know, exploiting like widows and playing off of those emotions because that's like candy to the producers and i think we're gonna get some big characters though oh yeah and i he said that like his age range of like women he's like interested in is like basically like 50 to 70 so i don't think we're gonna be getting like 40 year olds which i was kind of afraid of (laughs) i'm sure there's still there there's probably gonna be like a 32 year old probably that would actually be insane do you put it past them no <laughs> um okay anything else with bachelorette no we have the finale this week yeah finale's coming up is Monday. it wait is it the finale finale mm-hmm. we already had fantasy suites oh and after the final rose is going to be on the same day i think so it might be monday and tuesday but i know i mean they shorten the season because ratings haven't been good That's why there's been so, like, what, there's, I think, three or four less episodes than normal. And that actually reminds me, Golden Bachelor, it's not going to be airing until 10 o'clock Eastern Time. 
and Golden Bachelor and Bachelor in Paradise are going to be airing simultaneously too. Yeah, and none of the older crowd is going to be staying up till midnight watching <laughs> this freaking show. I, that's that's past my bedtime. This is proving much harder than okay. Yeah, so it is over on Monday. Over on Monday. Yeah. After the final rose and the finale are airing simultaneously on the 21st. So. All right. So anyway, thank you for listening to our return to podcasting. Sorry uh, if we're really, really rusty. Yeah, we're definitely a little rusty, but we definitely appreciate you listening. Please remember to pop in and give us a review. You didn't say you selected helicopters. Oh, okay. Yeah. Also, uh, news. So I completed primary recently <laughs> and I selected helicopters. So I will be starting advanced training coming up in this September. So we have a little bit of a break, which is nice, much needed. Yeah. And that's yeah. how we ran away to Disney. Exactly. So I think that wraps it up. Thank you for listening to this episode of Turbo Pop. Give us a review on uh, Spotify or whatever uh, podcast service you're listening from. Uh, check out our Instagram. You can follow us on Turbo Pop Podcast. And have a good one. Bye. Bye.